chills, dreamy summer bites, flashes of horror and suspense. Bite back at the fear. Arabian Nights, or The Book of a Thousand Nights and a Night. Volume 5, The Ebony Horse, narrated by Mavsky. When it was the 366th night, Shahrazad said, It hath reached me, O auspicious king, that when the prince heard their answer, he was certified that the sage had taken away the maiden, and abode confounded and perplexed concerning his case. And the prince was abashed before the folk, and, turning to his sire, told him what had happened, and said to him, Take the troops, and march them back to the city. As for me, I will never return until I have cleared up this affair. When the king heard this, he wept and beat his breast, and said to him, O oh, my son, calm thy cooler, and master thy chagrin, and come home with us, and look what king's daughter thou wouldst fain have, that I may marry thee to her. But the prince paid no heed to his words, and farewelling him, departed, while the king returned to the city, and their joy was changed into sore annoy. Now. As destiny issued her decree, when the prince left the princess in the garden house and betook himself to his father's palace for the ordering of his affair, and the Persian entered the garden to pluck certain simples and, scenting the sweet savor of musk and perfumes that exhaled from the princess and impregnated the whole place, followed it until he came to the pavilion and saw standing at the door the horse which he had made with his own hands. His heart was filled with joy and gladness, for he had bemourned its loss much since it had gone out of his hand. So he went up to it, and examining its every part, found it whole and sound, whereupon he was about to mount and ride away, when he thought to himself, and said, Needs must I first look what the prince hath brought, and left here with the horse. So he entered the pavilion, and, seeing the princess sitting there, as she were the sun, shining sheen in the sky serene, knew her at first glance to be some high-born lady, and doubted not but the prince had brought her thither on the horse, and left her in the pavilion, whilst he went to the city to make ready for her entry in state procession with all splendor. Then he went up to her, and kissed the earth between her hands, whereupon she raised her eyes to him, and, finding him exceedingly foul of face and favor, asked, Who art thou? And he answered, O oh, my lady, I am a messenger sent by the prince who hath bidden me bring thee to another pleasance near the city, for that my lady the queen cannot walk so far, and is unwilling, of her joy in thee, that another should forestall her with thee. Quoth she, where is the prince? And quoth the Persian, He is in the city with his sire, and forthwith he shall come for thee in great estate. Said she, O thou, say me, could he find none handsomer to send to me? Whereat loud laughed the sage, and he said, 
Yea, verily, he hath not a maim Luke as ugly as I am. But, O my lady, let not the ill favor of my face and the foulness of my form deceive thee. Hadst thou profited of me as hath the prince, verily thou wouldst praise my affair. Indeed, he chose me as his messenger to thee because of my uncomeliness and loathsomeness and his jealous love of thee. Else hath he mamelukes and slaves, pages, eunuchs, and attendants out of number, each goodlier than the other. When she heard this, it commended itself to her reason, and she believed him. So she rose forthright. And Shahrazad perceived the dawn of day, and ceased saying her permitted say. <laughs>